Hello and welcome to the Hope and Anchor Community Church Podcast. Each week, we'll bring you the latest preaching from our Sunday services. We hope that as you listen, you encounter God, and you're encouraged to go deeper in your relationship with Him. Enjoy the message. Amen. Thank you, worship team. Stay, stay standing for two more seconds. We're going to read nine verses of the Bible. Do you know what the Bible is? Who has been reading your Bible? You've been reading your Bible? There's nothing like reading the Bible, man. It gives you a different perspective. And we're going to come out of Psalm 20, and we're going to read the whole thing. Are you ready? I don't know how much of the Bible you consumed and um, this week, but uh, I'm making sure that your diet is going to stay at least par with your need. Okay? So we're going to do that. Psalm 20. Ready? Verse 1, may the Lord answer you when you are in distress. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. May he send you help from the sanctuary and grant you support from Zion. May he remember all your sacrifices and accept your burnt offerings. May he give you the desire of your heart and make all your plans succeed. May we shout for joy over your victory and lift up our banners in the name of our God. May the Lord grant all your requests. Now, this I know. The Lord gives victory to his anointed. He answers him from his heavenly sanctuary with the victorious power of his right hand. Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we trust in the name of the Lord our God. They are brought to their knees and fall, but we rise up and stand firm. Lord, give victory to the king and answer us when we call. That's a good portion. Father, do you, and we are receptive, we're open, we need you. In Jesus' name, amen. Get comfortable, this is going to be a good one. Today we're coming under the subject now. And um, more than ever, we want everything now. But to be able to understand what now means, sometimes we need a little bit of help. Sometimes we pray and because we don't experience the result of the, our understanding of the now of our prayer, sometimes we lose hope. But this is not a season to lose hope because it's not our now that we're seeking. We seek for God's now. So now I will bless you. And this is a conversation that David is having with several of us. Not only in the context that he wrote it, but today we are confronted with the may God's, God's, blessing God's grace God's provision the may of God and now this I know and it's always a tension when we are living with Christ let alone those that don't live with Christ the struggle is more than real they are surviving for but for us our portion as we walk with Christ is not survival is understanding That doesn't mean we will not fall into our knees, and we're going to get into that in a minute. But we rise. 
And sometimes we want the easy ride of my now and my understanding, and we don't want to fall on our knees. But if we don't fall on our knees, we will never enjoy the privilege of being those that rise. If you were true to your situation, you could stand up and leave right now. I won't be offended. Because this is enough for us for the rest of our life until we see God face to face. It is God's now. We get to fall on our knees and understand that we are human, but it is for God to allow us, those that are near and relationship, to have the privilege to rise up. We want the victory. We want the victorious hand of God in our lives. We want things to come the way that we want them to come in the package, in the timing, and in everything that we want. But if we will have our way, we will never have to experience the now of God. Only our now will be what we will know. I love David because although he was positive, and I find this as, as a demonstration of what is our position today in, in history. As a church, we are pressed from all sides. We're pressed by ourselves because most days we wake up and we think we're failing God. And we fail to understand that his grace is more than sufficient. Sufficient. So we, we wake up and we fail ourselves. And God is like, I like you. And he's almost trying to convince you. You know what I mean? Like that, hello. But we're also pressed from the situations that are outside that we don't understand and we feel that we don't have a voice into. So many issues, so many situations. We are pressed in every side. We are pressed by the times, the war, the finances. We are pressed by relationship. We are pressed by the circumstances of every day. We are pressed. But now, this I know. I love that there's six May on this. May the Lord, may he send, may he remember, may he give. May we shout, and may the Lord. Six, human, the number of human. There's a point where your strength and your good positive thoughts are not going to be enough. But in that day, you will find his now. When you are not enough, you only can run to the only one that is more than enough. And as Christians, we don't want to run out but if we don't run out we never go back to the source we want the resources we want the blessing we want what we know to last for every situation for everything we do but if we don't run out we will never understand his now we'll stay on the may if you know the positive but what about truth Truth not always is positive, but it's truth. And I love that God can assure us that he doesn't leave us like every other religion on a vacuum. God wants us to be able to hold from the promise and be interacting with him now. He doesn't want to leave us like every else, every creed around the world wants to leave you on May. If you do, he will maybe do that. But God wants us to be in relationship and so knitted into his heart, into his heartbeat, that we don't have to rely on what may happen, what may be. 
He wants us to be with Him and He wants us to be certain. Uncertainty is running our pockets, our families, our relationships, our countries, our streets. Uncertainty has been loosed. Uncertainty, I'm daring to say, that it's a spirit that has come against us. Because God, there's nothing in God, there's nothing in his character and what he has done that is uncertain. So uncertainty is not part of our portion. Our portion is Christ and he's certain of things. It could be difficult, but our faith informs our situations. The spirit that lives in us says and advocates for us and brings certainty more than ever before us as a church. I'm not saying hope and anchor because we are a congregation only, but worldwide as a church, we are needing to step out in certainty. What part of your relationship with God has not crossed that line of certainty? Again, we could stop right now and we will need to be blunt with ourselves Father, I need that certainty in my life. That could be your prayer. It is my prayer. Maybe you want to join me on that broken back wagon, you know what I mean? Because I have to confront my flesh, my emotions, that means my desires and my thoughts, all day long with the certainty of his character. I want to become one with him. Now, this I know. So I don't want to live, live in the maybes. And I don't want to live in any kind of sanctuary. Maybe your sanctuary is a pre-packed hospitality style leveled podcast Christianese kind of I will just flip the page on a devotional in the morning, open my Bible to see if I understand. And if not, God is good and I'm making him favors. Maybe that's you, but there's more. Because if you stay on that, and that's great for your first days, that's enough nutrients for when you start walking with God. When you walk with God and you mature, you leave those may, he, and you are certain, now this I know. So you are not depending on flipping the page. You're not depending on a podcast that you know, makes you feel all warm and fuzzy. They're not bad. I'm not going against them. I mean, let's have as many as we can. But I'm saying our life cannot hinge on that. Our walk with God cannot be dependent if you have battery on your phone. Because if you don't have phone, there's no, you know, there's no podcast, you know. Revelation. That was for free. There you go. But let's go down into what I believe the Holy Spirit really wants to talk with us. Because, yeah, the Lord answers. And some of us only want the answer. We don't want to know his heart. Yeah, the Lord will send help. But we want our sanctuary, our human sanctuary. We want our understanding, what we praise, to be what God is applauding. Yeah, he remembers. He he doesn't forget what you've done, what you have lived for him. He doesn't take it in, 
like when, when God looks at what you live, he never takes it for granted. He's not like man. God sees every action that you take for him, and he takes it as a father with pleasure and admiration. Away with religions and creeds that never allow you to be admired by your own creator. I am a father. I see my kids. And I admire when they do something great. I have the capacity and I've been done. I've been created into the image of Christ. So if I, that I'm broken and in need of help like you, can have those feelings, how much more God that created us, God as a father never takes any of your decisions to be holy as a, you needed to be holy for me. He admires your decision to follow him. He says, wow, look, he chose. She chose well. Wow, look at that. Wow. And as we are walking in life, we have to understand that he will not only give you what you desire, he will lead you to desire what you need. And he will grant your request. Now this I know. The Lord gives victory to his anointed. Now this I know. We are called in this psalm to walk in confidence. Confidence actually is a quite an interesting word nowadays because it's not easy to have any of that. It is kind of one, one that is actually more expensive than crypto and gold. Definitely more than all the you know, currencies of the world are just being printed as we talk. Certainty as, as in definition means the firm conviction that something is the case. This is how it is. So away with you living a life that you don't know if God likes you. You wake up feeling like gold. If that day doesn't want to submit to that, you don't get out of bed that day until you know he likes you. And don't stay in bed all day and say, and use this preaching as like, I mean, the pastor says stay in bed. No, no, no. I'm saying push. I'm saying grow in your conviction. It doesn't matter the fall, because the fall was promised. But your conviction is not based on your fall. Your conviction is based in his character. This is how we walk. Now, this I know. I'm firming this conviction. This is the case. I am certain. I am assured. And I have confidence. I have confidence. The Lord gives victory to his anointed. So now this I know. The Lord gives. So he's generous. He gives. He's open-handed. Not like some of us. You know that struggle with fear. And because of fear we don't give. God has no fear in him. So he's always generous and abundant. If you're taking notes, you know what I mean? You might need it during the week. Now the Lord gives to his anointed. Anointed means the one that has favor. Favor is not only something good, but it's our responsibility. All of us want to feel like God has given us something good, that he chooses us, that he uses us. But we don't want the weight of the responsibility. We want the victory, but we don't want to be a part 
We don't want to stop doing things like everyone else does it, everyone else does it in our community, in our society. We want to have the same lifestyle, but with the favor of God. That doesn't match. So the Lord will give victory to the ones that are separated. Are you separating yourself? Are you consecrating yourself on the daily, on the motion? Not when you sit and pray, when you kneel, and that's important, but as you walk. Are you anointed in motion? Are you anointed on the way that you walk? Are you separated on the way that you walk? Because that's your portion. Second, he answers from his heavenly century. I love that they actually added that word heavenly. The Bible never adds anything that is irrelevant. God never is irrelevant. Our society wants to make themselves God. But our society has proven to be irrelevant. Doesn't change anything that we need changed. But God, now this I know will never be irrelevant. So he answers from his heavenly sanctuary. Verse 2 says, he may, may he send you help from the sanctuary. And in religion, we might come to empty spaces like this, light a candle and think that that is going to pull the hand of God. But the answer of God is not in the candle that we light, although it takes us a minute of reflection and maybe that's one day what we need, to take a minute and to reflect. But it is not in the candle. It is not in the liturgy. It is from his perspective. Heaven is God's perspective. He sees the bigger picture. We have the ability to see or at least imagine his perspective when we popped into Google Maps. Have you ever found yourself lost on the streets of London, have you ever found yourself lost in the streets of a place that has been built upon layers, upon seasons, upon, upon, upon? Maybe it's your heart. Maybe you have built your life around seasons. But we need God's perspective. We need a higher perspective. We need heaven's sanctuary to be established in our hearts. He will answer, but from establishment. God's establishment in our hearts, his perspective in our hearts, with his victorious power of his right hand. This is going to start getting personal now. Are you ready? Verse 7 says, oh, one amen. I'm going to use you for a minute. Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we trust in the name of the Lord our God. Another version actually says, some, see, those people polishing their chariots. Wow. That's a, that was an intense interpretation in there. See, those people polishing their chariots and those others that are grooming their horses. The chariots will rust. And those horses will pull lame. They will pull up lame. But we, we are on our feet and we stand tall. See, that's our portion. We're called to confidence today. This is a word that comes to install in us not only his perspective, but his confidence in us. He is confident that your decisions 
can be based in his character. That's why he doesn't control you. That's why God, in all his power, he chooses to love. Love doesn't control. Now this I know. I can be confident. The Lord gives and he answers from his perspective. Victory is behind God and it follows him. But I cannot trust in my chariots. What are our chariots? What are we polishing in life? What are we trying to make acceptable to others that are in the same need or more than us? How do you walk around? How do you, how do you live your life? What are your chariots? God is asking us for us to be able to live in this confidence, to identify our chariots. What am I trusting instead of trusting God? Why am I putting my trust what do I pay my trust into? What am I polishing? What am I trying to clean, make it look good, make it look like it has not gone through the road of our lives? I'm polishing it. Maybe you're looking at yourself in that same shine. Maybe you have become that same chariot. That you think that you are needed by God and you have lost the perspective that is because of love that you have been chosen. Maybe you think that God is so vain and weak that he needs you. Maybe you find yourself not knowing how you're growing. And this is a big alarm in a Christian life, in a Christian walk. When you don't see your growth, it's because you are, you are your own God. At the moment you start becoming your God, you lose perspective of his grace and his work in your life. Maybe stop polishing up your own image and be real. Take your brokenness to God and he will show you the build-up version that he dreamed and saw and called and ordained. God is good. Now this, I know. It is in the now. It's not yesterday. It's not tomorrow. It's not what you've done or it's not what you're going to do. God is not looking for lofty prayers or you be enlightened in certain ways to start using you. God is not about your yesterday and about your tomorrow. God is in your now. He's in the now. He can see your yesterday and he will bring conviction if it's necessary and correction. And he will build you up from the broken to the new you. But God is not stuck on what you've done. God is not looking up to what you can do for him or what you can decide on your tomorrow. He's looking at your decision now. It is a faith that calls us to live a life now. Not one day. You get so caught up in what has happened that you never live your day. Maybe you're like the others that actually kind of like look forward to something so strong that they forget to enjoy the now. And God is preparing a now in the constant for us to live in. Don't you forsake the privilege of God's now. This I know. Confidence is based on experience. And in the case of David, it was based on the experience that he had in God's character. Then he experienced the victories. Then, you know, he, he saw the answer from when his perspective. And then he didn't need to actually trust on his own image or his own efforts or his own strength. Because horse is actually an image of strength. 
So it's not what can carry me. It's not my gifts. It's not the charisma. It's not what I can bring to the table that carries me. It is the hand of God. I am based in his hand, and I have things to give from his hand, but I am not my gift. I am based in him. But now, this I know. Some trust in the chariots, some in the horses, but we trust in the name of the Lord. When is the last time that you tasted and saw the strength, the power, the authority of his name in the daily? When's the last time that you had a situation? And I'm not asking you to have a bad day, but you don't need a bad situation for you to actually come humble into God. Don't wait for what is obvious. Go the extra mile, have a relationship. Go when it's really good. There's nothing better to go to God and say, what now when he blessed you? I'm, I'm more scared of God's blessing than his correction. I don't know if it happens to you, but when God blesses, you don't know what to do with all that blessing. And you're like, oh, wow. And now what? Because God blesses your now, not your yesterday, not your tomorrow, your now. But we rise up. They are brought to their knees and fall. But then it lets you know that you will fall as well because says, but we rise up. So it's, it's telling us that there will be some falling involved in our day. For those that are trying to look polished and perfect like your horses and your chariots, you will never be able to rise. But those that are humble, God doesn't resist. But we rise up. Because why? Because we trust in the name of the Lord. It sounds simple, but it takes a lot of courage stopping to polish our own chariots. The call, the clarion call of today, the word of God comes to us. So we have confidence. So we know that we trust him in the name of our God. So we have confidence and we have ownership when we stand in relationship with God. God is wanting to mature his church around the world with confidence and ownership. I have decided to follow Jesus. I am confident. Now this I know. May, I don't know, maybe for you, but this I know. I have experienced this. The world is in need of us as believers walking with confidence and ownership of who owns us. You got to own your God as well. Some of us own our shortcomings easier than we own our God. Some of us actually are making excuses why he should love us or try to convince him to do so. And it's easier to do that than to own his grace. But God is looking for us to be blessed in a different way. This season is a season of confidence, of ownership of rising up and standing firm. Another version actually says, you know what? Chariots will rust and horses would pull up lame. But we will be on our feet and stand tall. Making 
that an assertment on our lives? Are we assured of that? Don't go to bed unsure about this. Today is a call for certainty. And as we start closing, Hebrews 10.35, the Apostle Paul, Uncle Paul, will remind us something very strong. So, and this is just an extra, yeah? So do not throw away your confidence. This is the New International Version. So do not throw away your confidence. It will... Dot, comma. Just stop. Don't throw away your confidence. That's a command. And then it gives you the reason why you shouldn't throw away your confidence. It says because it will be richly rewarded. Those that are certain, that are confident in the character of God, they will be rewarded. Your reward, if it's not caught up with you already, is going to go over you and be more than you can hold. This year is a year of confidence, of certainty, of being assured. But not only that, another version says, do not throw away this confident trust. Remember the great reward it will bring you. God wants to reward you. Therefore, do not throw away your boldness with you have. Some of us think to be Christian is to stop being bold. But I will defer. I will say the more you know him, the bolder you get. The stronger, the more confident you are. Not arrogant. Some people would misplace that because of their own insecurities and think that your boldness is arrogance. But don't be afraid. Don't throw your boldness. The world, your streets, everyone around you needs it. Do not throw it away because it brings a great reward. Another in the last, the last version I'm going to read says, keep on being brave. When? Now. It's not time to be cowards. It's time to be confident. It's time for that blood to show red on our streets. In our actions, in our mindsets, in the way that we tick, the way that we look, the way that we are seen, it's time for confidence. Ownership is time to call. Keep on being brave. It will bring you great rewards. So now, confidence. Anointed, part of being separated for God. I'm taking from his perspective my decisions. I have ownership. This is not some kind of random thing. This is my God. And as I walk, he will show himself strong and victorious. Not for my sake only but because he's using my life to convey his truth, his life, his strength to others. I might fall, but I will rise. And that's my portion. I will not see myself fail and be abandoned. I will see myself fall, but I will also observe how he raises me up. I will rise up and I will stand firm. Some of us are afraid because we don't know the standing firm of God over our lives. Sometimes you have not dared to follow his voice, his call over your life because you are afraid of failing. But God is wanting you to know, to have that confidence, to own 
his name, to own it. That even if you fall, you will stand and you will stand tall. This is a call for calling. We have to call upon the Lord. God doesn't despise when your tone of voice reaches up for him and says, God, Jesus, I need you. He's ready. It's not a may, he. It is a now, it is a no. So our victory is not in our humanity, in our strength. Our victory is in his character and in the name of the one we live by. Today, God wants to encourage us. I don't know what you've been living, but he knows. I don't know if you feel a bit lost in your decisions, but he's inviting you on the now to be certain of his character. Even if you take the wrong decision, even if you fail and fall, God is there and his mercy is there and his grace is there to lift you up. You will rise up. Maybe there's someone in this place that has fallen this week and you are ashamed. And you are maybe thinking that he can hear you. But he's inviting you to move into the now. This I know. If this word has been for you, I want you to stand up in this place. I want to pray for those that this has been. Because there's a presence, there's a peace, there's a portion for those that are able to come to him boldly, with humility, and say, Jesus, my God, your name is above all names, and it's above all needs, and it's above all shortcomings. It is above all things. Thanks for joining us today. If you have any questions or would like to share how God is speaking to you through this message, let us know on any of our social media platforms. Make sure to visit our website, hopeandanchor.org, for more information on who we are as a church and to find out how you can be part of the Hope and Anchor family. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.